singing in prison, and some souls are risen. It's Rhyme and Reason 522. There's a Hey there, Tony here. What? What's he talking about? Singing in prison and souls are risen? What? Is this a Johnny Cash song? No, no. But you know what? You got to be careful when you're singing in prison because singing in prison could cause a jailbreak. What's that? You think that sounds preposterous? And you think I'm just going to make up a story just to get some attention? Well, have I got news for you because singing in prison did cause a jailbreak. It really did happen. And it really did actually save lives. But not just any lives. In fact, one of the lives was a man who would write some of the most important words the world would ever read. Mm Mm-hmm. Before I get to that, let me kind of share a little bit about my history in prison. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Tony's been in prison? Well, let's put it this way. Back around... 1998 to 2000, I was part of a prison ministry. In fact, I was the music part. And I remember singing for and sharing God's word with a group of, it was women first, and then they would leave, and then that, you know, a little bit later, uh, the guys would come in. So I guess it was a co-ed prison. Anyway, I, I took my small sound system because it was a very small room with only about twi- uh 25 people at a time. Yeah, I think it's somewhere, It's that's a fair number. It's somewhere around that much, that many. And even though the amp and the speaker were smaller, they could, they could still be too loud for the room. But even though they got, you know, I could get loud in there and feel like it was loud, I never stirred up any earthquakes. But that leads me back to someone who did about 2,000 years before I was in a prison ministry. A couple of guys named Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God while they were in prison. And they didn't have a sound system at all. But as they were singing, there was a great earthquake. And it was a big enough earthquake to shake the prison foundation, open all the doors, and even make the chains fall off the prisoners. I mean, that's, that's rocking, you know? And something really cool really cool happened after that. All the shaking woke up the warden. He's like, what in the world? I can't get a nap around here. He ran down. He saw all the open prison doors. He's like, oh no, they all escaped. I'm going to be blamed. I got to kill myself before somebody else does. And he was just about to kill himself. Literally, he was about to do that when Paul found him and yelled for him not to do it. And he said, we're all here. And the warden called for a light, and he, he ran in, and he fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. You know, it was like, oh, thank, thank me, thank somebody. Oh, you know, I'm glad you're here. You're not gone, and you, anyway, you know, he was, he was glad they were there. And he took them all out and turned to them and said, sirs, what must I do to be saved? Can you imagine? Now, that's pretty cool. That's a rockin' prison ministry. So the next time you're wrongfully imprisoned, stay hydrated, and warm up those vocal pipes, but don't leave out the key ingredient. Direct your praying and singing to God. Anything else pretty much is just going to be noise. Behind four walls with no way out, 
warm up your voice and twist and shout, and if your cause is just and true, God might break down those walls for you. And he can sure break down walls. He's got a history of it. Trust, faith, hope, and most of all, love. Those are key words in the kingdom of God. I hope you get there if you're not already there. This is Tony from TonyFunderberg.com reminding you that life has rhyme and reason because God made you. There's a